0: Welcome to the Courage to Connect podcast, where you'll find authentic conversations, short stories, and a whole lot of vulnerability. Our host, Mark Ostash, is a digital wellness author and human connection expert who has written two books, done two TED Talks, and is frequently featured in USA Today. So check your phone one last time and get ready to be encouraged by Mark Ostash. Good morning. Welcome to the Courage to Connect podcast. I say good morning because uh, it is uh, literally 6.05 and I decided, <clears throat> excuse me, just woke woke up, got out of bed and I, I want to talk to you today about sacred spaces and the importance of starting your morning uh, with some analog time and some sacred space. Uh, here I am just painting a picture for you. Came downstairs to record this podcast that I've been resisting to record. And uh, part of it is because I've been struggling to find time to create sacred space of my own. So here I am. Uh, and actually, my son is right next to me. He is uh, just got out of bed. His last day of school is today. And uh, he is standing next to me with his pajamas on and taking off his appliance from his head for his spacer uh, as he's just continuing to grow into a fine young man. So, um, I'm going to record this podcast and I'll be upstairs in about 15 minutes to make you some eggs. So you can either sit back there or I'll meet you in the morning. So listen, here's the thing. The beauty of Sacred Spaces is I often teach and encourage people that all you need is 10 to 15 minutes in the morning to set your mind right. And it's one of those things that there is just a whole bunch of reasons why we don't do it. Our snooze button is our best friend. Um, Or just the sheer desire to get the coffee machine going or think of all the things that's bringing us down, Um, like how we slept last night or what happened the night before and all these things that just kind of keep us stagnant in bed that don't allow us to create that sacred space. For those of you with children, uh, the kids wake up before you, Uh, the dogs start barking, Uh, your pet's heads are falling off, (laughs) Dama Dama reference. Uh, But for anybody that is looking for a better way to start the day, let me introduce you to what my sacred space is. Again, all you need is 10 to 15 minutes in the morning. Picture your brain, it's like a sponge. Whatever you're dipping your mind into is what you're going to ring out for the rest of the day. We talked about that before in the Imitation Principle podcast, which is essentially what you re what you receive is what you reflect. But I don't want to focus so much exactly on that today, but I do want to get into some of the some of the ways that you can begin grounding yourself in truth, in things that are noble and things that are just uh, analog and good and pure like nature and fresh air and these things that only take 10 or 15 minutes for us to expose our bodies and minds and spirits to that go such a long way with setting the intent and giving us a jumpstart on how we can have a better day. So that's the setup for today. Here I am uh, coming to you live with my glasses on and my Lululemon uh, pajamas on that I wear just about every night to bed Uh, I don't think Lululemon makes pajamas, but it's basically an old pair of Lululemon sweatpants that don't fit me anymore that my wife thinks I should throw away. But you know what? I think I'm going to keep them. So, anyways, I digress. Hey, for me in the morning, I like to start uh, each day with a cup of warm lemon water. I have it right here with my orange Yeti. Tastes so delicious. Gets me going. I've got a celery juice next to me. For those that know, I'm a big liquids guy in the morning. But those two things just kind of bring me uh, some uh, uh, hydration right out of the gates while I go into my routine. So my routine consists of three things. Your routine might consist of something entirely different, but I think most importantly, we need to find a routine or a sacred space that allows us not to just jump on our phones and doom scroll and find ourselves being overwhelmed and heavy hearted by all of the things that are going on in the media right now and the world. And we know that there is no shortage of issues and pain. So for me, the very first thing that I do, I have this, gosh, it's I've, we've had this for six years. Our kids are uh, seven and five. And this is about, uh, yeah, it's a little devotional book called uh, Jesus calling for kids by Sarah Young. It's got a little bluebird on the cover uh, this is definitely a uh, a beat up version of it because it travels with me where I go, but I want to read you today's devotional. This is May 27th, which also happens to be my mom's birthday today. So mom, if you're listening, happy birthday. Uh, we love you and we just are thankful that you're here to continue to celebrate another year with us. Many more years to come, mom. All right, so May 27th. This is just a brief little devotional that I read. It says, "Put me on. Every morning you put on your clothes you need for that day. A jacket for cooler days, boots for rain, sweats for exercising. Putting on the right clothes prepares you for the right day." Clothes take care of the outside, but what about the inside? Oh my gosh, this one's so fitting for today. I have a I have a suggestion. Put me on wear me. This will prepare you for your day. How? Put me on by talking to me first thing in the morning, and then wear me throughout the day by keeping me in your thoughts. Keep checking in because things change. Just as a change in the the weather might call for a change in clothes, a change in your world might call for a change from me. Maybe this morning you needed encouragement, but now a little forgiveness is what you need. So, clothe yourself with me. It's the very best way to start your day. And it ends with the scripture, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 13, verse 14. Hey, listen, uh, I know not everybody out here uh, is a Christian. That's totally cool. Whatever you are, wherever you're at on your spiritual journey, I wanted to just kind of offer this devotional this morning, because this is how I begin my day. And again, you might have a different approach, but think about it. First of all, how uh, fortuitous was this uh, devotional this morning, talking about um, getting your clothes right, so that you're—it's uh, not just about what you wear for the exterior part of the day and the weather, but it's about how you set yourself up on the inside. So for me. I'll read that devotional. I'll get into the word a little bit, but we're one of the most powerful sacred routines and sacred spaces I've set up for my day is I write. I've been writing for 10 years, one page in my journal just about every day. Even if I miss my devotional time, even if the kids wake up like my son just did uh, smack dab at the beginning of my sacred space, I still try to find two to three minutes to write one page in my journal. And the reason why I do this is because I believe that writing is one of the best ways to express and get off your chest and your mind the mental anguish that often comes when we're just holding on to things too much. Uh, in fact, my mentor, uh, Lauren Siffring, Dr. Lauren Siffering, a wonderful, beautiful man. He just turned 92 this past week, uh, had a chance to celebrate his birthday with him along with my family. It was just a fantastic night. But I remember, uh, Lauren, Lauren has these hands that are extremely aged and rightfully so experienced and his hands, they are extremely arthritic. So when you look at Lauren's fingers and his, his knuckles, they, they're almost unlike, they're not quite 90 degree angles, but they are bent uh, from each knuckle all the way up to the, to the top of the fingertip on each and every one of his digits, each of every one of his fingers. So as I look at Lauren's arthritic hands i recently said to him i said hey lauren i said how do you think your fingers got so arthritic and here i am thinking he's going to give me this grand medical response because he was a physician through you know the 1950s and 60s when they made house calls uh, for five bucks a house call if you can imagine that but As I asked him, why are your fingers so arthritic? He looks at me dead in the eyes, holds his arthritic hand up right in front of me, kind of grasps his his hand and says, it's from my 30s and 40s when I was holding on to my life too tight. And I thought, wow, that was powerful. So, think about both the metaphorical place of how we hold on to the things in our mind, how that manifests in attention, stress, disease, disorder in our body. And if you look at the word disease, it actually stems from the word dis ease. So, anyways, all the more reason why we need to find outlets and time to get away from the hustle and bustle and pace of the race and get into a place. Boy, am I rhyming this morning? It's only 6.10 and I feel like I'm just like about to bust a freestyle out. This is incredible. I'm not going to freestyle. Hashtag 2001. But I do want to drive the point home that we need to write in order to express and release the things that are on our mind so for me the way that i write um again going back to the way that i bring my faith into each day is here's an entry from literally last year uh this was on june 3rd so uh thank you father lord you are good. Your ways are good. You know all of our needs. Thank you for the fellowship of Brent, Jeff, and PK. May your Holy Spirit dwell within them and all around them. Thank you for for restoring my family's favor and helping guide us with life transitions. Thank you, Father, for Troy Otto. Thank you, Lord, for helping his son. Thank you, Jesus, for all you do. Praying for uh, Rami and Joby, praying that they are unified, praying for Sen and I, praying that we are unified. Uh, May all your will be done and may your Holy Spirit lead me today. And that's it. One little page. Again, your page will look different than my page. Your routine will look different than my routine. The most important part is you begin to think through, how is it that I can start my day with a little bit of quiet time where I can set and calibrate my body, my mind, my soul into a place that is going to protect me and clothe me and give me uh, armor to start the day. And here's the thing, folks. As soon as I end this podcast, I will go up and make two scrambled eggs with nutritional yeast and Celtic sea salt for my son, a couple of applesauce bowls with some probiotics and other disguised vitamins that we mask with a few little chocolate chips and some cinnamon in that applesauce, make myself a smoothie, and I will race the kids to their final day to school. And that race to school will continue on till about nine o'clock tonight. I know you all have that kind of moment where the day gets started. You feel it revved up. Oftentimes, it's accompanied by your favorite uh, glass of of, of Coke. Was I going to say Coke? No, favorite glass of caffeine, favorite cup of coffee or tea or whatever gets you rolling as well. But once the day gets going, it's really hard to find that sacred space. So, the importance of setting it up in the morning – Even right now, I I had a whole different topic I wanted to share with you that I had notes on and I had an outline for, but I woke up this morning because we're about to travel for a trip to our go see our best friends in Pittsburgh and I thought, you know what, I want to talk about sacred space and the importance of starting your morning and getting that mindset into a place where you feel like you can actually approach the day and win. So, I've had my tea my lemon water. I've had my celery juice. Actually, I haven't had it. It's looking right at me. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can just give you guys, you know, those like Coke and Pepsi commercials where they'd show all the people in the hot sun and everyone would be so thirsty. And then somebody would bring it like a, a quarter into the into the empty bar that just had an old Pepsi machine, and then they'd put the quarter in there, and then the person would grab the glass bottle of Pepsi and bring it up to their lips, just like I'm bringing my celery juice up to my lips right now. And they would just take a big swig. Here we go. You, If you haven't had celery juice, this is the closest thing that will happen. This is the closest thing for you to try having celery juice. Oh, that is good. Mm, crisp, a little bit um boring in flavor, but I know it's hydrating me with tons of minerals. Hey, one of the reasons why I drink celery juice for those that are like, is this guy starting a celery juice podcast? No. In fact, when the pyramids were being built all the way back in whatever era that was, um, I don't don't know the decade, circa a long time ago, when they were being built, um, the Egyptians would actually walk around chewing on celery stalks And they chewed on celery stalks because the minerals and vitamins in the celery stalks gave them the nutrients they needed to build the pyramids and to continue not to be dehydrated and just exhausted. So, a little bit of old trivia there for you. So, I've got my lemon juice in my Yeti, my orange Yeti. I've got my celery juice lemon juice, water. See, I'm still foggy. I haven't had my cup of coffee and I can hear the kids beginning to wake upstairs. So, this is all the reason for me to wrap up my thinking. But where I want to take the final uh, minute or two is part of the thing that many of you are finding yourself in is you wake up and you have uh, almost a physical weight on your mind and and, and on your heart. And it could feel like a whole big bag of shame. And that shame could be something you've been carrying around for a long time. It could feel like guilt. I know I wake up with guilt some mornings when we have a rough night with the kids and they go to bed hard and next thing you know, I'm raising my voice and then I'm going to bed with that guilt. Uh, or you might even find yourself where you're just always tired and you're overwhelmed and, and, and anxious. And when that alarm goes off, the last thing that you want to do is jumpstart your day alone because you need the noise and the activity and the pace of work and all these other things to distract you how, how from how you're really feeling. So I want to invite you into a rhythm that can begin some of that healing, that can begin some of that removal of that heaviness and that pressure that we find ourselves feeling and dealing with uh, when we don't have cleansing uh, palettes and cleansing routines like writing or reading or, or setting our mind right. So that is my advice this morning. Create some sacred space. My son, Joby, is back with us. Son, are you ready for some eggs and nutritional yeast? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, you don't need to do your robot voice this morning, but anything else you want to say about the importance of our of our time in the morning? What do we like to do in the morning together before uh, mom and, uh, and your sister wake up? What do we like to do in the morning? Snuggle in bed. Mm-hmm. And what else? What do you you and I do on the green chair? You come sit on my lap. Read devotions. Read devotions. Yes. So you can even bring your child or your animal into your sacred space. Uh, It will help create a rhythm and show them a way that they can, too, begin clothing themselves on the inside, not just on the outside, with things that are good and grounded and analog. So you heard it here on the Courage to Connect podcast, sacred spaces create sacred places in your heart, and your heart, and in your mind, and it will set you up for a more fertile harvest of the things that you want to pursue and do. Because as I've said it before, and as I'll say it again, uh, you reflect what you receive. Hey, I want to finish with a final uh, quote that I heard from my mentor, Doctor Lauren. I have it laminated on the side of my computer here, and it says. You attract what you expect, you reflect what you desire, you become what you respect, and you mirror what you admire. So thank you so much this morning for tuning in to the Courage to Connect podcast. I'm Mark Ostash, uh, your host, and looking forward to seeing you soon. Are they ca- do they hear us? They do hear us. Everybody hears us this morning. Time to go upstairs.